welcome to our Deeper Secrets Revealed podcast with Sarah Finlay. Have you ever had a question for the opposite sex in which you seek to be answered authentically? On this podcast, that is exactly what we do. I discuss intimate topics with guests as they share their point of view about dating, sex and relationships. We are raw and authentic to reveal the essence of how the opposite sex feels about today's topic we are exploring. If you have a question, please feel free to write to us and ask. It just might inspire our next episode and get answered. Thanks for joining me today. Now let's dive in deep to today's topic. Welcome to our Deeper Secrets Revealed podcast. I'm Sarah Finlay and thank you so much for listening. In today's episode, we'll be discussing how do you know she's interested or not in you? Today, I've invited Gracie to share her perspective. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Sarah. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have you here for this conversation. I think it's going to be a good one today. Should be exciting. Yep. So I feel like every guy or woman has this conversation with a friend or even a family member in my case in regards to like someone's crushing on someone and you're always, you know, for the guys, let's put it in their perspective, they're like, do you think she likes me? I just feel like every, don't you feel like that conversation's just like, it doesn't matter who you are, what status or any of that labels and stuff, deep down everyone's I- like, does she like me? I think I think we all think that about the opposite sex. I think we're all a little confused on where we stand. Yeah, or a romantic sort of partner, even the same sex, whoever we're digging. Um, exactly. So <laughs> if you Google this question, which I'm sure many listeners out there have Googled, what are the signs that she likes me, so much actually comes up. So I thought this is the perfect topic because we can just talk about this openly and just, you know, dig in deep there. So... These days, I feel like so much dating begins with text message conversations. So let's start there. What do you think are signs that you give off to a male that you're interested in him just via the text message situation? I think the more in-depth conversation you have, well, obviously starting off, you have to do the cute little flirtations. Some little emoji always helps, (laughs) a little winky face. I think we don't go straight into the conversation. So with the texting, it's got to be flirtatious. It's got to be fun. Usually a greeting of, hey, how you doing? Good morning. How's your day? I think when we start through text with the initiation of conversation, that shows interest. So, And then if I put a winky face, you know I'm really thinking about you. <laughs> yeah, this is so good. I love that advice and it's all very true. You um, put in more effort for sure and you want the conversation to just flow naturally on the text messages. I think it'd be nice if we can migrate to a conversation, but I feel like with society (laughs) now, and for that, so it's a, I'll catch you later, winky face, so you know you're still in the, in the running. Emojis are the key to everything, I think, now with text. (laughs) I I wish it was more in depth, but you throw some emojis on there and you're good, except now it's deciphering the emojis. That's the deeper question. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because I even have clients that send me lots of emojis and I have no idea what they're actually telling me. I get lost. Do you know what my response is? That's a lot of emojis. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, 
I think half the time we're not sure. We think we're sending one emoji and come to find out we're sending a whole different message. It's half too the time. confusing. I'm just like, stop with the emojis. I just know the basic ones like sending a kiss, winky face, smiles, you know, sunnies, beer, cheers. Just keep it basic. You start sending me these eagles and I finally now know what the eggplant is, but you know, all sorts. <laughs> it's just like, it's too much. Well, the chili pepper falls in the same category as the eggplant, so just be aware of that. Okay. <laughs> Is that coming from a Latino or something? Say it's going to be hot and sexy because it's a chili. Yes. Yes. Or the little fireball with the little chili pepper when conversating, you know, it's spicy. Wow. I'm glad I haven't had to try to decipher those messages. I would get lost real deep on those ones. I would not know <laughs> what is going on. It makes me feel like I'm old. You'd, you'd get a pepper and you would think, yeah, I'm down for chips and salsa, but really that's not what you're, you're agreeing to. I'm going to admit right now I didn't, when I first became single, did not understand what Netflix and chill meant at all and used it totally inappropriately, totally oh, inappropriately. No. Yeah, that was that was a, although I didn't learn it too hard because I still haven't bothered to learn Urban Dictionary meanings in datings these days but um i joked around with this guy that he should come around for netflix and chill thinking that that was actually what it meant and i even um in australia this was even in australia like to try to get all the u.s content you had to have this proxy to hack in I feel a little bit dodgy about us even saying <laughs> using those words. You get the gist. Anyway, so for Netflix, I was telling him that my um, proxy wasn't working very well and I was going, like, what is D? And I had no idea that this means other than, like, chilling in, on the couch watching Netflix. I didn't realise it had that other meaning, you know, of – and if anyone out there is still trying to work out what I'm talking about, it means sex. Actually, it's saying, it's saying to someone, hey, will you come over and have sex with me? And I didn't realise it meant that. And so, yeah, that was my moment of learning. This, you know, things have changed in dating and I've got to somehow catch up in these scenes and things. But very, very funny. I saved the situation. I made a joke about it to the guy and I told him, that's not actually what I meant, but he can come and hang out with me, but I didn't mean like that at all. So <laughs> I think there's a lot to learn. I ne- might need to Google some of these emoji messages is the conclusion that you're already teaching me some. Oh, no, there's there's so many, and then the combinations mean a whole different thing. There's like a whole conversation you can have through emojis. So I've got a question for you because I just – came up with this with my girlfriend and we just released the episode now where we talk about how to end a romantic relationship and we thought you could send the ghost emoji to say like I want to ghost you (laughs) but you're not actually ghosting how do you think that would go down in this emoji world I think that could and then you could be like I accept your ghosts like I didn't feel it either oh no you don't want to send the ghost you want to send that you that's that's might be still initiating conversation. I think if you send the the peace sign, you're good. Just peace out, homie. That's it. I'm done. Is that what it you do? Nice talk- if you're not into the guy, you're sending the peace sign? No, if I'm send not into it, I have a love. conversation. Okay. I, I have a conversation. I'm, I'm a little traditionalist. I, I like to keep him as a friend, usually, if I can. So but- what about if um, you're just texting them and you're not feeling them on the text message? Do you shut it down or do you send the ghost emoji? <laughs> I 
I wish I could send a ghost emoji. I feel like that's so harsh. I mean, I've been ghosted before where people have sent mixed information. Do you think it's harsh because you're actually telling the person, I don't think this is happening, but let's just, we don't need to talk about it because it's like so new. I think people need to hear that because people can't accept what reality is. So they can accept an eggplant, a purple eggplant, and they can accept (laughs) a chili and they can accept the peach, but they cannot accept the ghost emoji is what you're telling me right now. Yes, because those are all possibilities. These are good. So when you want to hear something bad, you have resistance to it. You're like, no, no, that can't possibly mean you're not into me. I'm amazing. I'm great. And they're crazy mind or uninteresting Mm. mind but people see what they want to see so when you see something great you're like "Ooh, i'm gonna jump all over that chili pepper or that (laughs) peach but then you see the ghost you're like whoa time out that can't be right no that's not for me that must have been for somebody else what about if we just had acceptance and just realized it just wasn't right like and just were like yeah peace out chill wish the best for you i'm old you know cheers to a beer later with you if i see you but i'm not going to take this personally i like accept i accept the ghost that would be nice because it would be real but people people don't do that it would be better i mean life would be so much simpler if people just said what they meant there wasn't any of this beating around the bush trying to be sugarcoating things it would be so much easier in dating and friendships work etc but that's not how it is. People try to put on sugar coating because you don't want to hurt people's feelings because they think that's wrong because we've been conditioned. Let's all be nice and play and get along well. When if you were, how much nicer would that be to have a better, a, a real conversation with somebody? If somebody said, you know what, I'm just not that into you. I don't have chemistry with you, but you would make an amazing friend. You would respect that. Mm. I would accept I would accept that. And I've actually said that. And I've maintained friendships that way because you're not being fake. You're being true to yourself. You're being true to that person saying, I like you. You have a great personality. I just don't want to take you home. So can we just be friends? Yeah, I like it. I'm into that. It is good. It's definitely (laughs) the best way to maintain a friendship out of it. So we're going to go trail back to the start. And even after um, some dates, they say that, if he texts first or if she texts first, it's really a sign that they're into you because, like, if he's, I was just did some research because I just like to see what's out there on the wide, wide web. What's it telling <laughs> us? If we put in these questions, what's coming back? And it says, most women don't call a text guys they like out of boredom. They actually think ahead. If they're not interested in being more than friends, they avoid giving out the wrong idea. If she's calling and texted you just because and she sounds excited to talk to you, it's a big sign she likes you. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's true. I think if you're not really into somebody, you're not going to initiate as much conversation. You're not going to reach out as much. And if you're really digging someone, you're going to be thinking of an excuse of, oh, hey, I saw this and it reminded me of, this date or this conversation you're going to come up with ideas to have conversation or to link up a conversation with them versus hmm, just waiting in silence because waiting around isn't going to get the job done somebody's got to take control and us women nowadays cannot wait for a man because i feel like it's our time gotta take I charge. It. and that's what i love about america right there <laughs> take up step forward Step up, sorry, step forward, take it up. And then um, uh, 
the further advice online that some women will write, hey, you're being a stranger. They'll refer to you as a stranger because it's like apparently it's our code for something. What's that our code for? Hey, stranger. It means I haven't heard from you. You're not paying attention to me. So I'm going to give you an excuse and now reconnect with me. Oh, I've done that. Hey, stranger, how's it going? Too much time has gone by and I haven't heard from you. And you're not making yourself as known or in present. And I want that to be present. So I'm going to reach out to you and try to be coy about it. I'm going to try and be cute and flirty. The heck, I haven't heard from you. How many chicks you got in the mix right now? Yeah, that is exactly what it means. I love the truth right there. So, guys, if you get that message, hey, stranger, you know exactly what's going on. And it means that she's into you, super into you. And if you're not into her, cut it off. Let it go. Let it be free. Find someone else. Send her the ghost emoji. She'll get it. Yeah. Well, not everyone will get it. But. I don't know by me encouraging this ghost emoji if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm like, at least it's a bit of communication, but it's not really that much communication. I don't know. It's better you know than nothing. What I, I think what could be better than the ghost emoji, because I love the emoji game, is the little red circle with the line across it, which is like the no, and then the little boy and the little girl kissing. I mean, depending on what you're. Yeah, girl, girl, or the guy, guy. Yeah. Women, women. Whatever, send the little no sign and the little kissy face, and that means, nope, I'm not into you. I don't want to kiss you. That could work. That's pretty, I think that's pretty crushing clear. as well, too, actually. <laughs> but I feel like that's very clear without – I just feel like the ghost is kind of like, I don't oh, know. I'm I've not going to see you ever again sort of thing. I think because I've been ghosted, it's kind of like, oh, it's harsh. But the little I don't want to kiss you, it's still harsh, but – I feel like, so we're going on to a topic that I've discussed already in another podcast, but it's cool because I love to get different people's perspectives. But I feel like sometimes there's a need for a ghost. Like sometimes you just know you're not into each other and no words need to be said. You just leave it at that, you know, or you I, don't let it go. I just like, I'm just like, yeah, I don't need to say anything. He doesn't need to. I can feel the energy is dropped. Nothing there. Peace out. See ya. But we don't even say that. You just... Don't ever contact each other again. <laughs> and I'm really cool with that. And that's what I mean, like, ghosts accepted. It's mutual. If it's mutual, it's always nice. But sometimes there's a miscommunication of ghosting, which I've had happen once where I got ghosted after a really bad date and I thought, oh, I got so lucky. And then two weeks later I heard from him and I thought, oh, no, dating propriety in my own mind says i haven't heard from you in two weeks i don't have to respond i'm good i did not respond you ghosted me first we're good so i didn't respond so i was like i'm good you ghosted first i thought that ah, was that's an interesting situation i've had that sort of situation and i just like i mean it depends on the energy of the man and how it feels but I didn't really care, to be honest, because I realized he had his own shit going on and he just needed to work it out. And I, and then he, like, reconnected with me and I was just, I don't know what this says or whatever, but I was just like, oh, yeah, cool, let's see, we'll hang out and hung out ever since quite a bit as well. And I just didn't take it personal. I mean, he probably should have reached out, but I just also couldn't really, for some reason I wasn't too stressed about it. <laughs> I think there's those people you feel a little guilty about and then there's the people you just don't care because that connection just wasn't there in any format that you thought it was. Huh. What are the subtle ways a woman shows she's interested in someone romantically? Via text or conversation? 
just general. So I read this article, proven signs she is into you. Body language, she gets nervous around you. Eye contact gives you a lot of attention. She smiles a lot. She finds excuses to touch you. She teases you. She gives you compliments. This one I laughed at actually. She connects with you on social media. I don't know if that's actually a sign that she likes you. I think that she's trying to stalk you out is what that sign is. She doesn't use her phone around you. Oh, that's a good one. And she asks questions and can regurgitate things that you're saying. So that was some advice there. So we can break these down if you like. Body language. What are some subtle signs? Definitely. I think if you're leaning into a person, if you're touching them physically, I'm a toucher by nature. I'm an intimate person. I lean in, I talk to you, even with my friends. But now if I'm actually interested in someone, it's a whole different vibe. Like you can tell friendly, like I would lean in to talk to my sister kind of a vibe. There's that. And then there's the, I'm going to really get close in your face and I'm going to get like, give you a subtle look and you're going to feel my, I'm going to touch you, not inappropriately, but just enough so you know that it's interest, but not being like over the top, I'm going to take you in the bath and kind of a thing. Yeah. It's got to be subtle. Do you play with your hair? Are you conscious of that? No, I'm not a hair player. That is not my thing. So some but women, I- they play that with their hair. Yeah, doing stuff exactly what you just did then, scratching your hair. Just, I'm a hair You plucker. know, just a little bit. Yeah, you I play think, with your hair. So just a little something, something, a little readjusting of the hair, scratching of the head, curling, twirling the curls around in your fingers. That's all like body language to say that she's into you. We're like peacocks. We're trying to ruffle our feathers to get them to notice. Yeah, maybe we're adjusting our boobs. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Or you lean down to get a drink and you're, you know. Yeah, oh, whoops, did you see a little bit of cleavage? My bad. <laughs> exactly. Or let me bend over because I dropped my napkin. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're getting into pretty obvious ones right there. <laughs> you can't notice those. Well, God. Um, so nervousness. Do you ever get nervous? Um, I can't remember the last time I was really nervous. I think with doing dating nowadays, there's so much pre-screening we do with people where you text first before you go out or you know, you, so you can see people's social media. So you kind of get an idea how they are. So you kind of know what to expect. I think going into more traditional blind dates and people you don't know is where you can get a little bit nervous or the situation if you're doing something out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Okay. Eye contact. Oh, the more I'm into you, the more I'm going to look at you. I'm going to look at all of you. I mean, I'm a woman and I notice very nice assets as well as nice eyes. I'm going to check out <laughs> Do you think you're subtle about it? Only when I want to be. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> There's times where you're just, you need to make them known and you make it known that, yes, I like what I see. And other uh-huh. times you just want to be very inconspicuous as you're checking it out first. Yeah, I like it. I think women need to be listening to you right now. <laughs> If you're into him, you give him a lot of attention. Maybe you laugh at his jokes. I hope he's funny because I'm the, not the person that laughs if it's not funny. Oh, you don't? So, okay. <laughs> no, if you're not. But I've been very lucky. Like I, I like sarcastic humor, so most people are sarcastic. Really? So, I didn't think a lot of yeah. Americans understand sarcasm, particularly when I say it. They think I'm talking truth. They get so confused. 
it's, it must be the accent. They just don't get it. A beautiful woman with a cute accent as it is there. That's what it is. Yeah, it gets me in trouble sometimes because people think I'm being serious. Ugh, then I have to explain it, but it is all good. What other sort of attention are you giving? Uh, let's see here. Other than the body language, the eye contact, um, initiating conversation. Oh, making plans for the future. So if he says something, oh, he has an interest in this. And if it's a common interest, like, oh, we should definitely do that together. Or oh, I saw this band. I think you would really enjoy it. It's one of my favorite bands. You should come check it out. Or, oh, you like whiskey? There's this great whiskey bar that I know that you would totally love. You should come check it out. You know I'm interested because I'm going to find a way to kind of wiggle you into my world and navigate you to something that we both enjoy together. I'm trying to plan future dates without actually planning future dates. Yeah, I make them plan the date, but I initiate that. Subtle, subtle ideas. This would be a good one. So she's talking to you guys. She's trying to talk, obviously, but sometimes it's subtle. She's telling you what sort of dates she wants when she's talking to you like that. So just like listen and action and you're like going to be her king right there. She smiles a lot. I would hope she's smiling a lot because if unless she's just like a sourpuss face, I suppose she won't be smiling. <laughs> I, do, I do have a friend that has resting bitch face. So oh, half no. the time I think she, half the time you think she's mad, but when she's into somebody, you can tell. So in spite of that, so you the, can still the tell. The sucker pucker face is gone and she smiles. Yes. And you can see oh, the yeah. smile. There's some movement. Yeah. Good. I like it. So that proves the point. She smiles a lot. <laughs> yes. For sure. Um, she finds excuses to touch you a lot. We've, we've talked about this. And even the classic move of the arm or the leg, 100%. They're safe, oh, they're safe spots. She teases you. This takes me back to school. Do you reckon you tease? Like, I mean, like, well, I suppose that has so many implications right there. <laughs> I didn't realise till then. <laughs> yeah, we uh, do. <laughs> yes, we tease completely in so many different aspects. But... In public, yes, you're going to be, a, I think, flirty, teasing a little bit, you know, a little bit of the funny comment or uh, give them a hard time about something that you noticed or just, yeah, I, w- I would say definitely teasing because it's like you're going back to second grade where he kicks you, he likes you, he pulls your hair. I mean, that's a whole different <laughs> I know there's I like mean, double meanings and everything. It's incredible what signs exactly. are as children. But typically, you know, the teasing is, shows interest, giving them a hard time. Yeah. She gives you compliments, so that's on the opposite spectrum of teasing. I think both. You can give a compliment and be teasing at the same time. So uh-huh. I actually had a, a guy that I You're dated. too cute. You're so too cute for your own good. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Exactly. I think men love compliments. I think they want to feel like we notice them. So if you say, hey, you look really sharp, they're going to be like, oh, thanks. They do. They don't mind a compliment. They want a compliment, but they don't want to ask you or let you know that they want it. I just We're supposed to be giving advice for men, not women right now. Hopefully women are listening. Women want the compliments as well. And so, but yeah, we're giving out compliments. I'm not so good at that. I sort of sometimes forget to give compliments. I need to work on that myself. I think 
when you really like someone, you just want to let them know that the things that you notice and appreciate about them. You're, you know, I love the fact that you're very present and thoughtful when we spend time together. Or no, nah, I don't you, talk like that. I, I <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I need to get better at that. This is just one-on-one therapy session right there. I need to work on that. <laughs> That's all right. We all have things to work on. I mean, yeah. I, but I, I love giving compliments about, you know, I love when, you know, somebody isn't on their phone. And that's something that we do when we're interested is we're not on our phone. If I like you, you never see my phone unless you go to the restroom. My phone is out and then it's put back away when you come back. Yes. If I like you, if you're on your phone, then I'm checked out. So men do not get on your phone unless you are are working on your next date and you already checked out and you're about to send her the ghost emoji. Because if you're on your phone during a date, she thinks you're not interested. She's not important to you. Yeah. She wants the attention as well. It's both ways. Yeah. So yeah. I know I'm definitely not on my phone if I'm into you. If I'm on my phone, I'm texting my girls. Oh, my God, how do I get out of this situation? Please call me with an emergency. It's the only time I'll be on my phone. Oh, it's so rude to be on your phone on a date. I just don't get it. But anyway, so then the other one is that she asks questions and can regurgitate, like sort of speak back what she's heard you say or whatnot. Oh, yeah. If I like you, I'm paying attention to all the things that you've told me that you're into. Oh, you like skydiving? I've, I've done that. It was great. This was my experience. Oh, you like to go shooting? Oh, what do you know? My dad taught me how to shoot this, this, and that. Oh, you like to go to the beach? It's one of my happy places. Do I like everything they do? No. Oh, you like this? Maybe you could show me sometime because I don't know anything about surfing. So teach me how to surf because I don't <laughs> like cold water. So, oh, the water's and- warmer now. Just uh, I've surfed both days this week. Summer wetsuits, stoked. So you can get in the water now. You can have a man teach you to surf now. I learned how to body surf once, and it was a, a hot mess. Half my bathing suit came off. <laughs> Well, he probably but, thought that was a success. You forgot it was. <laughs> it was a date, so I think he did. So yeah. yeah. So it was a hot mess for you, but it was a hot mess for him, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now let's quickly get into signs that would obviously demonstrate that you're not into him. So things, you know, that, you, that they're like your subtle hints like, dude, I'm not into you and I'm trying to avoid having to confront and to have the conversation, so I'm going to just drop a few bombs, a few hints. What are these? Like slow to respond to text messages? Definitely slow to respond to text messages. If you're on my radar, you're getting priority responses like my BFF would get. If you're not on my radar, I'm going to avoid texting you as much as possible or minimize, oh, yeah, I had a busy day today, five hours later, because you're not a priority. So yeah. Doesn't initiate conversation, keeps the distance. Oh, definitely. But just when you're not interested, you're not going to be seeking out conversation. You're avoiding because you don't want to keep them on the hook. You feel, I mean, I feel bad for people. I don't want people to keep me on the hook. And then I think a good one would be, I'm busy anytime you want to hang out. Yeah. I'm never, oh, I'm always, I'm, work got me late. I had, to, I had this come up with family or, oh, I need to retie all my shoelaces or 
reorganize my closet. No, I've never said that, but I mean, the, we give excuses on why we can't. <laughs> Is this where hair. the washing hair situation came? Do you think? Yes, I have to wash my hair. I have to like. <laughs> that was that my was dog. a statement in the eighties. I have to wash my hair. What do you think it is now? I have to work on my Instagram account. I don't know what is it now. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what it is now. Oh, I think people say they're going to the gym. Oh, I have to go to the gym, or I have to go do yoga. I think people try to sound like they're being productive, or I have. But to- I actually mean it when I say that because I legit want to be fit so I can like pop up and catch some sick waves and I have to go to the gym in order to do that I can't be you know not doing that but I, I think a lot of people use it as an excuse oh something or a family I think family is a great excuse that I've heard people use oh something came up with x y and z in my family there's an emergency or we can't I mean we can't do the dog ate my homework thing with school kind of a thing but I th- I've heard people say oh, my dog is sick and I'm like, really? So it really feels like humans are trying to give off subtle signs all the time so they can avoid the conversation of, I'm just not feeling it, I'm not vibing it, I just don't think this is going to go anywhere. I think a lot, everybody avoids that. I mean, most times you don't want to say something that's going to hurt somebody's feelings, but you want to be honest. So sometimes people avoid having that conversation at all costs. Because they feel like, oh, well, this subtle white lie is much better than me telling you, look, it's just not happening for me. Let's go our separate ways. Do you think that does damage to society and dating by people doing this instead of just being loving and a little bit upfront? Yes, I think there's a lot of damage. If we were all honest about where we stood and how we felt, there would be less confusion, less games. Unless bullshit. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, you but can talk like that. It, you wouldn't have all this crazy dating crap that we do. I mean, you wouldn't have people, oh, I have to wait two to three days before I can reach out and send a text. People wouldn't do that. If I like you, I'm going to text you and say, hey, when can I see you again? This was great. I'm not interested. You know what? I don't want to date you, but you're cool. We can go to hang out and go grab a beer sometime or we can go shoot pool. I like you like this, but not in this capacity. If we were all honest, look how much better life would be. I know, and not take it personal either. Just realize for whatever reason the energy is not right and not take it personal because realize if they're, if they don't feel that you're right for them, that means you're not right for them either and just like breeze on by. I think that's where a lot of women get caught up I, I, I don't know, I can't say in for everyone, but a lot of the people that I know, they get fixated on by not feeling like they're good enough mm. because they, they didn't get the guy they wanted or he wasn't interested. So that means they were lacking. Not that it just wasn't compatible. And I think that's where people jump to the next step, which isn't, it's not the right thing to look at. Yeah, it just means you're not compatible for some reason, and that's cool. You don't not so don't have to be compatible and fuck every single person. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't have to have a romantic relationship with everyone in that sense, or sexual really is what it is. Sexual relationship with everyone, like you can just hang and be friends, or just have met someone, had an interesting conversation, and just fly on by. It's too bad that we can't have those conversations. I know I've maintained great friendships based on those conversations where I've actually had guys tell me, look, 
I'm not in a place where I can be in a relationship. I like you. You're cool. We have chemistry. This is what I can offer. Completely 100% honest, straightforward. And then I then decide, do I want this or do I not? And we've had, I've had great dynamics like that. I've also had situations where met a great guy. He's gorgeous. He has his life together. There's all these pluses. All these boxes are checked. And I'm like, there's not a single ounce of chemistry. I do not want to get you naked, but you look so beautiful. What is wrong with you? He's it? crazy, right? You're like, you're you're good looking. I can see that you're incredible. And the X factor, I'm just not feeling it right now. And it's actually also driving me crazy. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, there's all this great stuff and it's still not right. So it's not always one person doesn't measure up because that guy really measured up just not in the area I needed him to. Well, it's just like an energy thing, really, I think. And you just, if you can just trust that you just meet the right people and connect with the right people and spend the right amount of time with them, whatever that is, a week, a day, a month, six months, a year, five years, 10 years, whatever that moment of time is, just enjoy it for what it is and be present and not attach. I love that. I think a lesson I really learned this year was that people are seasoned. So we think, oh, we need to have this person forever. We're so thought and trained, conditioned. We need people for longevity. No, people, we're supposed to enjoy people. And that could be for a moment or it could be for uh, years or a lifetime. But the moment could last any of that time. It's just enjoying it. And it's not attaching. It's not going, this person is my forever. I don't even think there is a forever. But, yeah, that moment might last 20 years, which is a long time, but it's not actually attaching to what the end result is and how long that moment is in the time it's just being present and enjoying and then you might go whoa 10 years just flew by how's that or <laughs> maybe not well this doesn't work no more it's been six months like whatever it is that's cool but I think we get so caught up in our conditioning of we need forever it's the word of this is my happy ending forever versus realizing that people change I mean you look at you know, society from 20 years ago, people got married when they were 18 and 20, super young, and then they grew to be different people. And then people got divorced. Now we're getting married later or not at all, because we're realizing we don't need that to be happy. We don't need someone else to validate us. We are good as ourselves. And we just want to share our love with other people. It's finding that little balance. Yeah, and having beautiful. a beautiful seasons with people and sharing love and not always being it has to be traditional yeah i love it i think we should definitely end on that because that's beautiful just enjoy people for the moment and if they're not into you or you're not into them that's cool just communicate it with love and just let it go and trust that you're going to meet the right person for the right season that you're looking for exactly and lots of emojis the clear ones (laughs) yeah i just get confused (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right thank you gracie it was so great talking to you sarah i love your podcast so thank you for having me on thank you you have just listened to our deepest secrets revealed podcast with sarah finlay don't forget to subscribe to be alerted to our next episode connect with us via twitter and if you have any questions please email my question at our deepest Help us get the word out there and email a friend or two today about this episode. You can go over to iTunes and share the episode directly to a friend via a tweet, Facebook Messenger share, or post it to your profile. 
Otherwise, you can copy the link and email it. Thank you so much for sharing. Until next time, keep shining. Enjoyed this episode of our Deepest Secrets Reveal? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's like leaving a tip and really appreciate it. Thank you.